Welcome to the Quantum Growth Podcast, empowering financial advisors to build practices for the 21st century by providing insights and interviews on leadership, strategy, and practice management. Now here's your host, Barron's Hall of Fame advisor, Jonathan Cutton. Okay, let's get started here. Another episode of Quantum Growth for Financial Advisors. Now this is a fun one for me because roles are reversed in that I today am the host of the Quantum Growth for Financial Advisors podcast, not to um, confuse the audience too much, but Matt Halloran, who I'm about to introduce and have him introduce himself, is the host of the Certainty of Uncertainty podcast, which is the podcast that I host for my financial planning practice. So this is sort of like where we get to reverse and all the things that Matt tells me as a professional podcast coach that I have messed up over and over like my ums and not being close enough to the mic and all that. So if you think I'm any good at podcasting, it's come from my own stuff. If you think I've got some room for opportunity, it's Matt's my coach. So uh, if I'm not great, it's uh, it's all because of him. So with that being said, we'll have some fun today. But Mr. Matt Halloran, can you say hello to the audience and briefly tell everybody a little bit about you and kind of how you got where you are and you're very, very sure because you're a very young man, history in the financial services world. Sure. Well, this is also horribly uncomfortable for me, John. I just want you to know that because I'm usually in control and now you're in control. So we'll see how all that pans out. All right. Background very quickly. I cut my teeth in financial services working for a company called Peak, uh, which is Ron Carson's old name for his coaching company. At the time, we were the largest coaching company for financial services professionals. I really fell in love with the industry. I just really understood how important financial services people were in the world, right? Not just in clients' lives, but in the world. Um, and I ended up uh, doing really well there. I spoke with Ron. I was kind of his opening act. So it was me, then Steve Sandusky, who was his managing partner at the time, and he would pick up some of his stuff. And then Ron was the main show. And I just really loved it. I loved speaking. And I never honestly thought I'd get back behind the microphone because I got behind the microphone the first time uh, at the age of 13. I was Madman Matt Halloran on my high school radio station. I did a heavy metal show and I wasn't even a fan of heavy metal, but we needed the slot and I wanted the, the gig. Fast forward, I, I started my own coaching and consulting company a little while after I left Carson and um, I met this guy named Kirk Lowe. And Kirk was a marketing and branding expert, still is. But that was the big thing, John, that always eluded me uh, as a financial services coach. I just wasn't good at that. Right? I wasn't really good at the marketing and branding stuff. And so what I've done my whole career is I've found somebody to hitch my wagon to, to learn from. And then Kirk said, hold on, dude, you're not hitching your wagon to anything. We're, we're, uh, we're equals in this industry. Let's figure out how we can work together. And then the original company, Top Advisor Marketing, was born. And then we just rebranded to Proudmouth, where we specifically focus on financial services. Everything that we built is with compliance in mind. I have a really horrible story about something I just heard from a, another company that's come in that just put this advisor in a really bad situation, John, because they didn't, they're not, they don't understand compliance. So anyway, so we built everything with compliance in mind. Just I want everybody to know that all the way up to the Wells Fargo standard of compliance, which by the way is the biggest nightmare in the world. Uh, they have a couple of compliance issues if anybody's been paying attention. And um, so that's what we've tried to build. And we've done over 3,500 podcasters or podcasts for advisors, just like your listeners. So only 3,500 podcasts. So you're a rookie, huh? <laughs> 
we, we don't have a lot of experience with um, this. And I think that name is going to stick. Was it Madman Matt Halloran? It was. It oh, was. Yeah, it man, was. you're giving me way, way <laughs> too much ammo, Madman. I think I'm just going to call you Madman for now on, if that's I'm totally fine with that's that. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. So, um, no, so, so thanks for sharing the, the, your background and history. And to the listeners, Matt has a really cool lens, right? So he's been a coach in the financial services industry. Ron Carson is obviously one of the most, if not the most successful financial advisors in the history of, of the free world, right? So not, not a bad person to align yourself with for sure. And I remember Peak back in the day, and I know they're still around and doing really well, but uh, a place where lots of advisors have been coached. So he's got, Matt's got this cool background and connectivity in the industry where he really understands what it's like to be a financial advisor and then producing 35,000 podcasts. I've hundred. Oh, 3,500. That was foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. I'll take the foreshadowing. Subliminal messaging. So 3,500, 35,000 would have been more impressive, but that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of podcasts. And seriously, you know, so those of you who listen to Quantum Growth for Financial Advisors, obviously, I believe in podcasting. We've had our own podcast. And my, my, this particular podcast, as listeners know, has really been around helping financial advisors create, create quantum growth in their practice. Me wanting to give back to the industry, have smart people in our industry share their stories and help advisors grow their business. And I, I never really thought about having a podcast for my wealth management practice until I was lucky enough to meet Matt, started following him and realized that there is a different way to be your authentic self and start to build relationships with clients. And I, and I want to emphasize clients, not just prospects, but clients, prospects and others in the industry and so many ways that a podcast can help a financial advisor ultimately do that. So I'm just going to throw like a real open end question out to you, Matt, in helping financial advisors. And I love that that's where you guys specialize you and Kirk. What are you seeing out there? So as financial advisors are starting to get engaged, let's start with why do financial advisors not want to have a podcast? It's compliance, my friend. I mean, that's their biggest concern is that they're terrified that they're going to say something that is going to be documented out in the World Wide Web forever. Um, and we manage that. So that's a huge piece that we focus on a lot. But the other thing that makes me kind of giggle is they don't know what they're going to talk about. I'm like, how is that possible? You talk for a living. Uh, and so we go through this exercise. And so here's, if you don't mind, I'm going to, I want everybody who's listening, just if you're driving, don't do this because you're going to crash. But if you're sitting down, uh, grab a piece of paper and I want you to go ahead and write these things down. So here's your first 12 podcast episodes. You ready? The first one is going to be who you are. That's your story. The second one is going to be what is your unique process or what makes you unique and different? Your third podcast is going to be about your process. Fourth podcast is going to be about really well, what is the client experience like? Okay. And then, so there's your first four podcasts, your first two months of podcasting are already ready to be in the can. And surprisingly enough, if you work with us, you don't even have to worry about it. You show up and we ask you the questions. But then the rest of the podcast, I want you to get 12 ready. So how many is that left? We need what, eight more? So here's what you're gonna do. You're going to go ahead and write down the top 
five things that you've talked about in the last week that for some reason you just keep talking about over and over again. I'll give you a couple. Roth conversions. Is it a good time to do a Roth conversion right now? Because taxes are going to go up. Hmm. Now, oh, there's another one. Taxes, right? Why don't we talk about taxes? Uh, why don't we, why don't we talk about, I don't know, pandemic. What's going on in the market right now? It seems to be volatile, but it's, it's, it's within a range, right? I mean, there's all sorts of different things that you talk about all the time. And what we do, that's not really our secret sauce, but what we found is the most powerful is it is an interview based conversation. So John shows up to the podcast and I'm the host for him. I ask him questions. If he answers a question that I want to chase a little bit more, I chase it more as the host. And we have professionally trained financial services experts who are our voice talents that help pull that out of advisors. Then the last thing is ROI, John, and we got to talk about this, right? Because this is the elephant in the room and it's not just the elephant, it's the everything. And you really set me up very well here because here's the thing. People are like, okay, I spend $24,000 a year on a podcast. I need to make sure I make that money back. Okay. Very few of you have great client communication systems in place. True. Right. You use market commentaries. You maybe do a seminar, webinar, do market updates. That's all good, but they have to be there at the time in order to consume your content where podcasting is on demand. If you retained one client, what is that worth for you for the lifetime of that client? And in your case, John, that's probably a decent amount of money. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, one client. So we do want you to use this for prospecting, absolutely. And we have nine podcast growth tactics to help our clients figure that stuff out. But just think about client retention, maintaining relationships and becoming more referable. One of the people that, have you had Bill Cates on your show yet? Sure have. Okay, dude, he's a rock star, right? That guy's, he's at his eighth book right now. Uh, he's a client of ours. And one of the things that Bill had said was, Matt, it's so much easier to tell people to listen to a podcast than call my guy, right? Now, mind you, he's the expert on making it so that call John Cutton makes a lot of sense and it's seamless and perfect. But he's like, this is like a really nice intermediary step. That's from Bill Cates, dude. Bill Cates. So we're pretty happy about that. Now, well, well said, Matt. And I, I you know, I heard a, a bunch of things in there. I can relate as the advisor, right? So, uh, full fair disclosure, as I mentioned, I'm a client of Matt's firm, right? So he produces uh, actually both of our podcasts. Now he's taken on the production, not the hosting, but the production of of this particular podcast, Quantum Growth, and our newly launched podcast, which is Planning for the Certainty of Uncertainty. So my biggest concern were the two things that you just shared, for sure. Actually, there were three. You hit one, not so much as a concern, but as a talking point, which was price. But the reality of it is, is compliance. I never thought I would be able to get this approved. You know, our listeners know I'm at a, a large independent broker dealer. And what I can share is Matt's firm's background in doing this for financial planning companies. Now, there were a lot of hoops to jump through, but here we are and it's live and we're out there and we were actually able to get it done because of Matt and Kirk's firm, their compliance background, their editing capability, and their understanding of the do's and don'ts when it comes to the financial services industry. So I didn't think I was going to get a yes and things along those lines. The second was I am not at a loss of words as everybody who listens generally knows. 
but it is a lot easier. I mean, Matt and his firm give you the playbook and you know, you get into a podcast with Matt, it's hard to be the host, but when someone's hosting for you, like Matt does, he just tells me what to talk about. We have a conversation. He goes, here's what we're going to do. And then steers the direction of that conversation in such a way that it's a fluid conversation. And it's, it's in, engaging, in my opinion, quite entertaining and funny because that's me, right, Matt? And with that very uh, much for our clients, as Matt said, and prospective clients, really a piece that that works quite well. So that that makes a lot of sense. And you threw it out there, Matt. So I, I had no idea when we started to work together what it would cost. And I know you've got different programs, but you know, two grand a month or so seems to be sort of the the typical, let's say, all in, if you will, package. Tell the, the the listeners a little bit more, if you can, about what you do for that fee, what the advisor's responsibility is, what Proudmouth's responsibility is, and then I'll just hit you with the cut and two step, which you probably tell me I shouldn't, but I like to ask two at once, which is you could talk a little bit more about kind of Mike, I think you call it micro niche marketing, kind of like in your community, which was a new concept to me, but when you explained it to me, it was really compelling. Well, why don't we start there? And, and then, because the, that'll allow me to flesh out some of the other are, things. Are you, so, are you going back to host now? You're being control free? This is my show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go, 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 go wherever you want. I'm just, geez, just teasing. All right. So the idea of really micro niche, you have to do that with a podcast. I was just talking to a lady yesterday. She uh, she works in a, a large RIA and and she wants to do a divorced focused podcast. And we had to have her focus even more. So what happens a lot of times is people will say, well, my niche is retirees. That's not a niche. That's a huge amount of people. You need to have that three layers deeper. And, and John, we actually take you through as our prospective client or when you're going through a discovery process to help you solidify that and to create the messaging surrounding that micro niche to make sure that you're getting their attention. Because here's the deal. You have to create a tribe of like-minded people who are going to become raving fans. And that doesn't happen if you are a generalist. It just doesn't, right? Well said. So, so Matt, can I ask a question on that? So what do you need? 10,000 listeners, 50,000 listeners, a million listeners. No. Oh my God. If you're, you're going to be in the top 50% of podcasts with less than 100 downloads in the first seven days. Think about that. If you are in the top 1%, you get 3,987 podcasts listens in seven days, three, 4,000. Okay. So for those of you who are thinking, well, I have to have 10,000 downloads to a podcast. Well, if you do, you're Joe Rogan, right? Uh, <laughs> your hardcore history, your, you know, stuff you should know, these podcasts that are entirely monetized, sponsored, and make a lot of money. That's not going to happen with you. Here's what you want. You want 100 people who love you. That's it. 100 people. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Well said. And that, and that was one of the, the misconceptions that I had. And, you know, what I could share you know, for, uh, with the audience on both of my podcasts, here's the coolest thing that'll ever happen to you, right? When, when you get a call, whether it be from a prospective client, or in my case, sometimes it's an advisor, right? Because I've been, been, you know, doing this podcast for longer, and you start to tell them about yourself, and they interrupt you, and they go, no, 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 Matt, 
I, I've listened to your podcast. I know. Congratulations. I know you have four boys. You must be really busy and you've done this and you've done that. And I, I just want to work with you. And that, again, it, it's a sales pitch. I'm giving a sales pitch, but I couldn't believe it when it actually happened. And it's happening more and more often as we're out there in the marketplace. So it, it really is. And without, I wish my following was bigger without a tremendously you know, huge following to your point. Well, in our whole mission at Proudmouth is to free the world's experts from the torment of sales. You didn't have to hard close that advisor. That advisor came to you pre-sold. This is my existence in the last four years. We've been in existence for about five, but we weren't really, really up and running. We were building systems and investing in the company for the first year, 18 months. My sales process went from six calls because I had to tell people what the hell a podcast was, right? And it's, oh my God, and that takes two or three calls. And then, you know, then I have to show value and all of this stuff. I have people who call me and say, look, here's the deal. I just need to know which one I need to do. Do I want to do one podcast a month? Do I want to do two podcasts a month? And do I want you to create the social media content for me? And do I want you to post it? So that's really our, our core four basic or things that we do for people. It's well, how many podcasts do you want to do? What's the run rate that you think you can do? And then how much outsourcing do you want us to do? And John, that's our secret sauce is this idea that we take your podcast, we use your words and create social media content that is written custom for you by humans. By the way, we have a team of 22 people who are professional writers who help in the financial services industry right in that language and so that that's really the nuts and bolts of who we are and a lot of people want to start they want to walk before they run they start with one podcast super duper so matt let, let's just go a little deeper there for the audience right because we we've started to have some people ask us in our coaching company about the podcast and is it working and should i do it etc so give me your most common customer right so i'm a financial advisor I want to engage with you. I'm going to pay you that couple thousand dollars a month, whatever it works out to be. What, it, what be as specific as you can? What do you do for me as that advisor? What do I get? What does it look like? And, and that kind of thing. I'm going to try to say this as quickly as possible because there's a lot of stuff. So first off, it's the discovery. And what happens is, is we figure out, we help you come up with your podcast name, your podcast title, the description of your podcast, who you're hyper-focused on. Then we create your cover art, which for those of you who remember vinyl records, that's basically what we build. And that is all custom for you, a custom written intro and outro, right? Which you need to have any disclosures that you also need. We actually have a professional talent who she just reads disclosures for us and they can be customized and done as needed needed as we've had to do uh, with yours. Uh, so we also help you write the description of the podcast and infuse it with the appropriate keywords by doing something very few of you do, which is to go on Google and say, what are the top things that my ideal audience wants to know about? <laughs> so we actually take those words and we put them in the description. Then we coach you. Oh my gosh. Man, did we make a mistake at this at the beginning because you know, we're like, wow, these guys really suck behind the microphone. What, what's going on? Oh, we didn't tell them how to actually be good behind the mic. So we take you through a podcast coaching program, and that is ongoing throughout the 12-month agreement that we want you to sign with us because here's the thing. You can be the greatest of the great. John's amazing behind the microphone. You all know that. He's got this great podcast. He's got great experience, but it takes time. 
right? Even with the established network that that this quantum organization has, it takes a while for people to go ahead and get involved. So you're not really going to see any major results for at least six months. And that's if you do what we tell you to do. Then we take you through the nine podcast growth tactics. We also help you come up with your topics, outline them. And my favorite thing is we give you grades. Now, you guys haven't been through this yet, but this will happen with you, is we have a, a woman who works with us and her job is to listen to podcasts and grade our clients on a one to five scale in 10 points. For instance, if you aren't being behind the microphone accordingly and you're moving back and forth and you're so we're not getting consistent vocal quality that's one of the things that we grade you on how salesy are you how clear is the communication did i learn something and then there's the the biggest thing which is the perfect podcast formula entertainment education storytelling call to action so many of you just go right to the call to action sell 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 yeah this is a relationship building tool it does provide sales kind of ammunition. And then you can also join our mastermind groups. Finally, uh, we have a mastermind group. We just brought in a professional coach to help podcast coach you in a group setting to make sure that not only are you learning the best practices, but most importantly, you're going to have other people are going to light a fire under your butt when you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah, well said, Matt. And I'd say um, I, I reference a lot Dan Sullivan's book, right? Who, not how. I look at Matt Halloran as my who. So I don't need to know much about podcasting. I mean, to the microphone that Matt told me I needed to use for quality, which I am speaking into right now, by the way, every kind of from you know A to Z step of the process is a done for you outsource. Your job is really to show up and and podcast and to uh and to to be as good as you can humanly be and to do that along with some coaching part of what i would share as i think about as i look at your service matt even some things that you probably didn't shamelessly sell as much as you could have is the whole concept of using your podcast for content for your social media done for you in such a high quality way that really makes it look because you do by the way as if you have a marketing company within your company creating unbelievable content which helps you build your followership and all the things that we're all trying to do here's i'm going to lead you in another good direction here so how do you see advisors use their podcast so now you have a podcast you've got a dozen episodes you're out there outside of just hoping that some listener because this was my fallacy in my mind you had a podcast you put it out and then all these people somehow would listen to it and then eventually you'd have thousands and thousands of followers and they'd call you and you'd build this mega mega business and there's some of that very little of that that happens but what are some of the other benefits of having a podcast well, first off, it's going to be table stakes soon. And I'm just being brutally honest. It's like websites, email. I'm sorry, everybody, blogs, social media. And there's some of you who are still being resistant to it. And come on, you can't, you got to stop marketing like it's 1990, right? Uh, it's, you know, the 2020s, everybody, you just need to wake up and realize that this is the game. So 
how do they use it? I'm going to give one of, so we have nine podcast growth tactics. One of my favorite one is called the 12 by 20. And Kirk came up with this and I really, really love this. So you're going to find 12 of your favorite clients. Now these don't have to be the highest AUM clients that you want to replicate, like people you freaking love to work with. And I want you to take a moment. I want you to write them down, right? It's on a piece of paper, the same piece of paper, preferably that you wrote down some of those podcast topics, topics. So what you're going to do is you're going to reach out to them and you're going to ask them this question. If I could interview anybody about something you're passionate about, who would you want me to interview? So they're going to say, well, Matt, I love sailing. So I've got actually, this is a real life example. I love sailing. So I would love for you to have somebody come in and talk about boat maintenance. I know that might seem weird, but yacht maintenance is really important to me. So, okay. So who would, and then your next question is, okay, who's that person? I'm going to reach out to them in the next few days. So you call up that person and say, hey, uh, Jane over here, who happens to be a friend of mine, said that you're the person who's the best at yacht maintenance in our area. And I was wondering if I could have you on my show so that I could interview you about yacht maintenance. Of course, they're going to say yes. It's a podcast. It's still kitsch. It's still fun. It's still exciting. It's basically going to be a 30 minute commercial about how awesome their yacht maintenance company is. And then you go back to the client and you say, I, I have her. She's going to be on the show. But I want to just ask you one final favor. Principle of reciprocity, this works very well. Will you share this with 20 of your yacht-loving friends after it's it's produced? Well, of course they're going to do that because one, it was their idea. And number two, you just got introduced to 20 other high net, ultra high net worth people without really having to do much more work. So that's one of the ways that our clients help not only build their podcast audience, but monetize their podcast and really start showing a real, not just return on influence, but return on investment. Love it. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, when you start to think about it and you put your marketing cap on, which I've started to do. So a lot of our listeners are one of the subjects we talk a lot about is building relationships with CPA firms, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the things, as you know, Matt, that we plan to do is to have our CPA partners on our show. And then when we have our CPA partners on our show and we talk about the benefits of a financial advisor and a CPA working together, and then we ask that CPA if they might be interested in sending a link to all of their clients about their podcast and how smart they are that they were on a podcast, there, there you go. Another piece that we've just started to actually do is every time we get referred to a client or we meet a prospect in some other way, we send them a link to our podcast so they can get an intro into who we are. So there are so many little pieces there, you know, and I know you mentioned my good friend and your good friend, Bill Cates before, who we've had on the show and we follow Bill's program here for referrals within, within our wealth management firm. Man, is it powerful if you ask a client before they refer, their brother-in-law, sister-in-law, son, daughter, best friend, colleague, to send the link to your podcast. It's not such an imposition anymore to say, hey, would you take a call from my financial advisor? A lot easier to say, I have some powerful information about retirement planning or yacht cleaning or college, yacht maintenance or college planning or whatever it may be 
that I think might be appropriate, I care so much about you, I'm going to send you a text message or an email with a link to this particular episode. Let me know what you think. By the way, I copied the financial advisor on it. If you have any questions, he's my financial advisor or she's my financial advisor, and they would be happy to help you as well. So there are so many ideas, and I think that's the big fallacy, Matt, one that I had as well, which was just, I looked at it as just completely organic, meaning I had to go out and build a followership on my own. I wasn't looking at the followership that I already had and the, the centers of influence, et cetera. And marketing into your existing book of business is step one in our entire program. And, and I didn't bring up the, so you just talked about podcast growth tactic number two, which is centers of influence. Being able to bring, so here's the fun part. Um, I didn't know uh, that you, that when we first met, I knew that you did this, but when we launched this, that wasn't something that was on my mind, that there were coaching programs out there like yours that really helped build those relationships. And that of course, immediately I was like, oh my God, how symbiotic is this? Because you get the accountants to come on the show, which by the way, they will gladly and with great vigor because they're not doing their own show. And then all of the sudden, part of our guest system, which I'm sure is built into all of your systems is we have a pregame form that goes out to our clients, guests that are going to be on the show that says, here are the things that we want to make sure, because we want you to look like a professional podcaster. Again, make sure that everything is turned off. Your microphone is good. There is an ambient noise. And oh, by the way, we would really love it if you would agree to share this with your contacts. And I always say this because it's basically going to be a 30 minute commercial about how awesome you are and how aligned we are. They say yes. And then all of a sudden you start creating these concentric circles of influence. In fact, we've got a guy who's a recovering CPA, who's now a financial advisor. He's in uh, he's in Long Island. He's now created two mastermind groups, John, two that he runs. And it's all because of his podcast, because they're like, you know, I, I just want to hang out with you more and get more ideas. So he then took his podcast and then created, and they're almost all CPAs, estate planning, all of the people who we all want referrals from. And he's created a mastermind group. They meet twice a month. Yeah. Now, while anyone could have a podcast is what I think you're saying, right? It gives you a sense of authority, a sense of oh, accomplishment yeah. because, hey, Matt Halloran, I have my own podcast, big mm -hmm. shot, right? Yeah. And, and, but, but really, I say that with a smile on my face. You can call any professional in this, in related to just about any business and say, hey, I've got a following. Would you like to be on my podcast and be able to share what makes you better and different? And all of a sudden, that's a great way to meet important people in your community as well. Let's talk, Matt, a little bit about, again, another you know, another um, fallacy that I had, which is, you know, in my mind, it's a podcast, the benefit of a podcast is it's national, right? Someone in another country or Hawaii or wherever it may be could be listening to my podcast. As you and I have talked about it, really what we're, what we're working on in our business is growing our podcast listeners in areas that we have, we call them beachheads, our own presence, where we have financial planning practices, you know, around the advisors that are in those particular areas and their centers of influence and so on, et cetera. Could you just talk a little bit to, to what your thoughts are there and kind of how, how you see that work? 
Well, this is where our content multiplication component really comes into what we believe is the greatest value. So when we're taking your thought leadership and turning it into a little text motion video, some audio clips, and then some, some regular social media posts, some quote memes and things like that, that we create, it gives us the opportunity to do something that very few of you understand, which are hashtags. Now, this isn't just for Instagram to, to hashtag Starbucks or whatever, right? It's actually, that's how all social media indexes all of the content. And in fact, it's the first layer of their filter with their algorithm and their artificial intelligence. So if you wanted to have your beachhead in Northern New Jersey, guess what? We hashtag Northern New Jersey. So what we do is we do three to five hashtags and they're very important. So the first one is going to be the category of the podcast or, or your social media content. So it would be financial advice, financial advisor. So there's your first hashtag. The second one is a branded hashtag. Then the third one is going to be the topic of the podcast, that podcast specifically, 529s, 401ks, IRAs, Roths, conversions, taxes. And then the fourth one, that's where we can go ahead and talk about your geolocation. But in the podcast description, which by the way is custom written for all of our clients, it can specifically say, I am a financial advisor in Northern New Jersey. So not only do I have hashtags, not only does your LinkedIn profile, which by the way, that's where all of you should live. The LinkedIn profile has your geolocation, by the way. Uh, it's actually the third line down in your profile. But then all of a sudden your podcast description and then maybe even the podcast summary, which is the, the basic synopsis of what the podcast, all of the sudden from an SEO perspective, we have massive consistency of not just messaging and brand, but also location. So you know a little bit about this, Matt, a little bit, a little bit about marketing and, uh, and between you and Kirk, you guys, you guys have it covered. Is that what you're trying to say? I, dude, this, this is, I, I seriously, people can't see me. I get so darn excited about this stuff because I just love talking about it. Cause here's the thing I would love for everybody to use us, but I know we can't help everybody, John. I mean, if you just take any little piece of what I've talked about today and implement this into your social media, your, your marketing, your practice, your communication, and you help more people have better finances, better advice and a better life, then we all win. We all win. I'm totally up for everybody winning here. Nobody needs to lose. It's not pie. There's more than enough to go around. Yeah, no, well said. And I like the pie analogy as well. You know, and, and Matt, as we kind of wind down here, I want to make a comment and then I want to ask a question. So the comment that I will make not to be used against me, Matt, Correct. Not to be used against okay. me. Right. Is, You're in charge here. Um, I've got uh, a, a friend of mine, business partner slash mentor. His name is Paul Latham, right? At, from Hayden Rock, who we had on the show at one point as well. And Paul has this saying with businesses. And he says, in, in most businesses, you're either providing too much value for the money or you're not providing enough, enough value for the money and the marketplace lets you know that i can share in working with a lot of vendors and marketing people and just being in business for a long time i think at the moment proudmouth might be providing more value than the money that they charge so you know not to be used against me mr halloran right can you say that on the air correct Yes, yes, sir. Okay. I, I, I concede to that that statement. Fantastic, thank you. So, a, a, a way of of truly saying and transparently saying, you do a lot f for your clients. I mean, I, when I when I signed up for your program, 
I didn't know everything that you would do. I just kind of said, yeah, it sounds like a great idea and did a little due diligence and we move forward. But looking at it and going, man, you're taking care of my social media. You're basically running my podcast, editing, getting out to the areas, doing, doing every part of it that I would have no idea how to ultimately do. You're helping me select my topics. You're taking excer excerpts from everything that we do. It's like I have a marketing company and the podcast is like to boot almost. And it's a differentiator when your podcast is also on your website. I mean, just that in and of itself. Again, my mind was, man, everyone will download this thing on iTunes or one of the other places where you listen to podcasts. Just having every client when they go to the website going, oh, John's got a podcast. This is cool. Let me take a listen. And we can, instead of having to hold a, host a webinar on demand, we can just say to a client, hey, listen to episode 27 one day. It talks all about Roth IRAs. And this would be great for you to send to your kids because they should have a Roth IRA or whatever it may be. So again, I, I know your style isn't to uh, quote unquote shamelessly sell, but I, and I don't. I, I do that when I believe it, and I really do believe what you guys have brought to the market. I haven't seen anything like it. So, congrats on that, and uh, and I, I think I think you guys are going to be like a like a rocket ship because I, I I really do. I think this is one of those things, like the great Wayne Gretzky said, right? I think it's where the puck might even already be there, right? To be, I, I might have just not realized that it was already there. So I don't know if it's going there or it's there, and I'm just a little late. But I think if to your point it's going to become table stakes. You need to be connecting with your clients, with your prospective clients, with your COIs, and connecting in that, with them in multiple you know, different type of ways. So Matt, I'm a listener today. I'm going, man, I've always thought about having a podcast or I never have thought of it, but now I'm thinking about it. What does it look like? What do I do? Does it take three months to get started? Six months, 10 years? Like what? what? Give us a play-by-play. So play-by-play -play is if you said yes today, so if you went ahead and you went on our website, filled out a contact us form, you have the first conversation with me or somebody on my team and you say yes, what happens is that actually sets off all of our systems. And that's the other thing that I think is important is we're a very, very structured organization. We work in financial services. We know how your brain works. And so within 30 days, here's what happens. Now, again, you there's stuff you have to do. So there's some approval. There's some back and forth. You have to participate in the creation of your show. But really, that's about in the first month, that's about three to four hours of time specifically that we would need your attention. And in that time, that's when the whole podcast gets created, the art, the music, all of those sorts of things. And so within the first 30 days, if you show up, you're going to not only have your podcast channel all set up, but you're also going to have your first podcast in the can, which by the way, is the first podcast you want to send to every prospect because it's your story, right? Who are you? What makes you unique and different and all of that. Now, from there, you're really going to look at about three months until you feel like you've hit a stride. And then six months is when you're going to start seeing real activity. And then 18 to 24 months is when we just jokingly say you start printing money because we had a, a one of the top mass mutual agents was a, a friend of mine and he decided to use us even though that he couldn't syndicate anywhere because mass mutual wouldn't let him. And he said, Matt, I don't care. He said, I don't care if I'm not on iTunes. I don't care if I'm not, of course he doesn't 
really listen to Spotify or any of those sorts of things because he's old as dirt. Uh, but anyway, he's like, look, here's the fun part. When I sit down with the center of influence or with a client and I or a prospect and I say, and you know, hey, guess what? I've got a podcast. It's on my website. We talk about this on my show. He said, that scales my credibility to a level that nobody's in the same league. And I don't want to sound shilly here because that's not really the point, but there are people who are running into this industry okay in, into what i do podcasting and marketing in general they do not understand compliance so you need to understand that there are going to be people who are going to undercut me big time on pricing but the fines that are going to happen with you are going to be painful and way more expensive and then on top of that i mean come on we only work with financial advisors that's what we do we love you guys. We want to get your voice out in the marketplace and really combat all of the horrible misinformation that you guys have to deal with on a regular basis. So work with somebody who's experienced. And in fact, I've heard you all say this forever. What do you want to do? Do you want to work with somebody who's, you know, an insurance person that's at their entire solution for everything? Or do you want to work with a comprehensive financial planner or financial advisor. We are that for you. And finally, I'm going to say this. Kirk and I had a mission right at the beginning. We said, look, people are so tired of me telling them what to do. They just need somebody they can trust to do it for them. And so that has been what we've wanted to build. We want to be that trusted outsource so that you really do have great marketing that communicates your specific message. Yeah, well said, Matt. I think it's that that who, not how concept. I love it. And uh, that's what you are. You guys are my who. And I think it, it allows you to get to market in a high quality way so much quicker. I didn't know where to start with compliance and podcasting and all that. And you guys have certainly made it super easy. You know, and, and I just look at it this way. Again, I'm, I'm super bullish on this right now and really do believe it's the wave of the future. As Matt was talking, think about how many successful advisors built their business because they had a radio show or they happened to be on the local news network. I mean, I bought an advisor's business big part of his business was because he was on a local news station and had a show and got a lot of interviews. And that's how clients found him. Advi more and more advisors are beginning to get involved with podcasting, but as a percentage, it's a minute percentage of advisors who are doing it. So it's like one of those things where I think if you get in early, which is why I'm sharing with our audience, you could start to win kind of your own market share and get a leg up on the competition. And the second piece I would share not not to spend people's money but yeah two thousand couple thousand a month is a lot of money in the real world right that still adds up no doubt about it but man you retain or bring in three million dollars of assets in most practices and it's paid for for life and then everything above and beyond on that is uh is gravy so you know that partnering with getting referrals from existing clients, CPAs, you add it all up. I think it's a pretty, uh, pretty good value proposition. So with that, Matt, anything that I didn't ask you that I should have, or you would have liked for me to, or anything that you'd like to share other than where we can find you, which we'll certainly hit in a minute as well. Listen to podcasts. That's a really good idea. Uh, and there's some great podcasts in our industry. I mean, if you haven't subscribed to, obviously you're subscribed to this one, but there's the three or four podcasts that are really, really killer. Um, 
And in fact, I think Investment News just came out with the list of the top podcasts. So I highly recommend that you take a look at that. I don't have all of them off the top of my head. There are something out there for all of you specifically, no matter how you do financial planning, how you manage money, how, what kind of clients you want, there's a podcast out there for you. And the other thing is, it doesn't matter if every financial services professional has a podcast, which is never going to happen because there's still advisors don't use email, but email, by the way, just want to say that out loud. So it's because this is you. This is your voice. That's who you are going to build a relationship with. Your clients want to hear from you. They don't want to hear from pre-populated market commentaries, articles, things like that, that, that really aren't your voice or your philosophy. They want you. That's it. Super well said, my friend. So with that, what I wanted to close with is, Matt, where where can our advisors find you if they're interested in learning more? Email address, website, how do we, how do we uh, find you? Well, so please follow me on LinkedIn. Uh, we are sharing stuff on a ridiculous basis that will allow you to have all sorts of wonderful information that's, by the way, entirely free. Secondly, please make sure that you go to proudmouth.com. And yeah, Matt at proudmouth.com is my email address. Give me a quick drop a line. Say, I heard it on the, the Quantum Growth Podcast, and I'd love to chat with you about podcasting, and I will make sure I set up a call with you. Absolutely. Well, Matt, thank you uh, for being our guest today. I hope everyone uh, enjoyed it. Any questions that anybody has uh, about Proud Mouth, you can also contact us through the Cutting Consulting Group email address as well. And we're happy to answer any questions. You've been a great partner. We're new at it with you, as you know, on the on the personal practice side, but we are looking forward to lots of years of success together. And I'll tell you what, you've made it easy. And most importantly, you have made it quite fun, Mr. Halloran. That is for sure. We've had some laughs. And if anyone didn't know, I've got a whole bunch of filler words that Matt has made me aware of that every freaking time I speak, I'm worried about those filler words, but I won't say any of them right now. So with that, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Quantum Growth for Financial Advisors. If you yourself or anyone you know could be an interesting guest on our show, please let us know. And with that being said, thanks for listening and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can find the episode show notes and subscribe for updates by visiting cuttonconsultinggroup.com forward slash podcast. Make sure to subscribe and download the episodes on your favorite podcast app, and we'll see you next week.